Hello everyone. Good evening and uh, welcome to the new series of our podcast on behalf of CloudX and Citizens Plus Group. Just to introduce myself, I'm Anand Deshmukh, Head of Technology and Architecture at CloudX, a Citizens Plus Group company and leading all the digital transformation and the cloud projects in the group. I have with me Ritesh. Uh, Ritesh, if hello. you can introduce yourself, that would be great. Yep, sure. So, hello everyone. This is Ritesh. Uh, I'm a senior solution architect at CloudX uh, System Plus Group, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, leading uh, one of the uh, data lake uh, project uh, in our organization. Okay, great. So, Ritesh, thanks for joining, and uh, hopefully you're safe in the difficult times as we have now. And COVID situation is very grim, so hopefully everyone at your place is safe and sound and uh, do take care. Thanks. So just I think let's start talking about our experience in the data lake and I know you have been busy leading one of the most challenging projects that we come across for one of the biggest customer of ours. So can you just explain me what challenge the customer was facing and how did we overall approach that challenge? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I, I mean uh, uh, this this uh, particular customer is mainly having a business in uh, retail and uh, the main challenge uh, with the customer is like uh, they are having uh, different applications, uh, different transactional data that includes uh, order, inventory, uh, warehouse or like different uh, data they have, but somehow uh, they don't have kind of a centralized uh, a warehouse or the analytical uh, application or the process to uh, organize this data in a proper structure and uh, creating a kind of helpful analytical dashboard uh, which can help business to, to understand the trend uh, history and of course in uh, they can predict based on that data so that was the overall challenge uh, the customer was facing okay and as i understand this customer was uh, very old so he must be having a lot of uh, legacy yeah. systems and uh, i know the documentation is usually very scarce for such customers so how did we approach that kind of challenge yeah so yeah you are correct so uh, as i said like there are having a uh, uh, lots of applications internal applications to handle their business different uh, business requirements that includes legacy uh, some of the new applications as well but uh, we we are we mainly face issue with the legacy because uh, where we we don't have kind of a document or any understanding uh, of the data so of course it was very challenging when we started with it but uh, uh, what we started with is like trying to understand first the data okay, because that is where we want to start. So we started to collect different information from different sources. We we started with uh, daily conversation with the customer and trying try to understand the existing data that they have before uh, before creating any structure or anything. So that is what uh, we have started with and then uh, uh, it was of course challenging for customer as well because they don't uh, they didn't have any kind of document for those uh, applications and the data but then we we asked them to provide whatever information that 
they have and we started to analyzing that data whatever uh, they are uh, having and they they started to send us and based on that we started to prepare the questions that we have we started to understand the data structure meaning of each field uh, each data and uh, eventually then we put all that information in some document and we ask customer uh, to uh, review it and we ask some questions whatever we didn't understand and of course it took some time but at the end we have uh, enough information to start with uh, and of course it, it's like continuous uh, uh, improvement we can say in, in that uh, direction for the document and data understanding but at least by having that exercise we had enough information to to uh, start with uh, uh, our overall journey okay great so i think the data discovery was a key aspect where you got most of the insights but of then course. also the industry insights that we yeah. might have got from our experience in the retail customers right definitely so great great but i think another challenge we typically face with such customers is most of their applications are on premise and i think what we have been doing in this is setting up on the cloud on the aws region so how did we actually create that bridge between the on premise and the cloud so uh, there are like multiple ways uh, we did so previously so as as you say like they are having their applications on premise and uh, uh, so we, what we started with is like of course it's it's difficult to directly set up some panel and extracting the data and that uh, loading into our system so we we started with our uh, control tower aws uh, cloud control tower setup first and then uh, whatever applications they have so we ask them to send us the data to the control tower account so that at least we can uh, we can uh, start uh, getting the data and we can at least store at the control tower for our analysis and the further process so okay. uh, for that we we actually use uh, different approach so one approach we use uh, we start with like having a s3 bucket in place and we ask a customer to directly put that file uh, into that s3 bucket by providing the uh, credentials i am credential access key secret key to to the applications we tried uh, with a, a simple queue service as well where they can directly send their json data uh, which are generated by the applications we also uh, uh, and then we, we we created a vpn tunnel between on premise and uh, uh, our control tower uh, by that way we can directly extract some of the data from the applications wherever it, it's possible so yeah as i said like there are multiple ways we tried but uh, of course it, it, it's very important first to get the uh, data from from their on premise applications to our control tower to start with Great, great. So how much time it took for you to from the identification of the data elements to actually getting that data or the raw data as you just explained in the AWS? So uh, I'll say to complete uh, data discovery phase, uh, it took around one quarter. So we started with the conversation uh, of the different application understanding, data understanding and then getting the raw data into control tower. Uh, that took around uh, first one quarter, around three months to to complete that setup. Okay, okay, that's that's pretty fast in the from the modern timeline perspective. So, how how 
how did actually the AWS played a role in it? Like how much help you sought from AWS or any other architectural guidance they provided? Yeah, of course. So in that case, I'll say AWS is really helpful. Uh, so we had uh, AWS Solution Architect, which helps us a lot in setting up this entire architecture. So mm-hmm. as I said, like when we started with it, uh, it was like a very uh, unknown where we don't have any understanding of the data of the architecture of the applications. So uh, once we started with uh, getting that that information, we, we started to discuss with the AWS solution architect as well, and they all he also suggest uh, some of the diff, uh, best approaches which we have to uh, take care while developing this uh, complete architecture. We also uh, created uh, uh, based on our experience, we created our architecture and we ask uh, him to review it and uh, based on his experience, he also suggests some of the changes. So and that that really helps. So uh, yeah, I'll say like uh, definitely uh, that helps us a lot from the AWS side uh, initially when we started uh, with designing the entire uh, architecture. Great, great. So tell me some more about the data lake that you actually set up, right? Because I think in a very popular perception, getting the raw data in in S3 bucket, people portray it as creating a data lake, but I'm sure I think we have been talking it almost every day, right? That is not a data yeah. lake. So yeah. in your experience, what is data lake? How do you actually uh, translate the meaning of data lake in the real life terms? So uh, yeah, you are absolutely right. It's not like just having data in the S3 bucket. Uh, so uh, for me, it's like uh, the data should be in, in organized uh, uh, structure. Okay, so when I say organized structure, that means like it should be in a proper uh, uh, year, month, date wise structure. So you can easily uh, identify the proper or the uh, uh, meaningful data. It's not just like just putting all the data, uh, all the files in the S3 and you can uh, just pre- create some kind of uh, uh, processing or, or anything from it. but. No, no. For for us, we what we did is like we we create first created the proper structure of the data lake by having the applications then uh, having proper uh, date structure, year, month, and uh, date wise. And uh, of course, we identified like which file should go in which particular folder. It's not just like that we received today, so it should go in the uh, today's mm-hmm. date. So that is also we identified based on the nature of the applications, the uh, and uh, the uh, meaning of the data. So, uh, so say for example, if I talk about the order data, so in the order data, the creation date is the most important uh, for for the business. So we identify like, like uh, we 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 have to create our data like based on that creation date. So, so this is just an example. So we did that for all the other data as well, and and that is how we created the data like. So it's not just like we we, we pull push all the data into S3 bucket. No, mm-hmm. we we identify the data structure and uh, importance of it uh, and based on that we created the proper structure and uh, we uh, store accordingly our data into that data lake so okay. that uh, yeah, we can process it properly. 
Okay, great. So actually, then that means you applied the tiered structure of the data, lake, right? Yeah. So yeah. you got the raw data, then you moved the data to the upstreams for the tier one where you identified the applications, you stored that, and then again, I think uh, kind of in Hadoop fashion, uh, I would say like still Hadoop is now also becoming yeah. a, a legacy Big in data, today's yeah. modern world, but yeah, so storing that in a database fashion so that then uh, you can apply more relevance. And then have you done further downstream processing? So creation of very specific data marts out of the data stored in the application. So what is the kind of further downstream processing that you are done in such cases? Uh, you, I don't get it actually. I mean, you mean to say. Uh, so, so you have created the data warehouses utilizing that data. Okay. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah. So. I'll, I would say like uh, we have used that data in uh, in, in a different uh, uh, different purpose. So we started with uh, real time analytics. So the first business want wants to see importance of that data or what we can uh, uh, see or what we can create from that data. So of course to create data warehouse, it's kind of a long journey. And that is like overall goal of uh, having this entire exercise, but we want to start with something. So what we did is like we, we first created our real time analytics where we just push all the data uh, from the data like into the elastic search and mm -hmm. uh, we have started to create a Kibana dashboard, which mm -hmm. really help uh, business to understand uh, the uh, current trend going on. So uh, like what is my overall uh, orders in a day or in a particular week? What is my uh, top uh, brand which is more okay. most selling? Uh, mm -hmm. Which is the color most uh, selling or which is the uh, lowest one so that they can mm -hmm. focus on it? Uh, they can do they can take some decision like uh, this is the area where they need some kind of marketing so that that really helps business by having that dashboard in place where we just use that data like data and push into the elastic search uh, and we created different indexes based on it. And from that uh, we created a, a Kibana dashboard. Okay. So uh, that is what we started with, and then of course once we have uh, 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 at least uh, one one quarter data in 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 our data lake, we started to create. Uh, and meanwhile, we we started to work on our uh, OLAP structure so that mm -hmm. we can properly organize uh, uh, our uh, all all the applications data in in a proper structure uh, manner. So we try we we started to work on uh, creating proper schemas, proper table structures, proper fields, and once we have uh, enough information or the data in data lake, we started we we set up entire uh, uh, AWS ETL uh, setup that includes glue crawler, uh, then other required uh, tools and services, and mm -hmm. we use AWS Redshift as a data warehouse, and uh, we trans form that uh, data lake into our red shift by having this entire setup and uh, uh, once once that is started and we have uh, in, enough information we, we started to create uh, some uh, da analytical dashboard uh, mm -hmm. by by using that data and using quicksight uh, mm -hmm. so quicksight is really good visualization tool which help us okay. uh, to create a visualization dashboard uh, so yeah, I mean, from from that data warehouse uh, data, we we started uh, uh, create uh, 
different reports and dashboards which uh, helps uh, business to understand uh, historical pattern so mm-hmm. say for example what happened in the last quarter so mm. they can uh, how they can improve in in the next quarter or uh, what is the overall trend uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the order or the campaign or the inventory or uh, or the other data that they have mm-hmm. so that uh, really helps uh, business and we also approach uh, one another uh, uh, process or i'll say the uh, the uh, overall analytical uh, uh, analytical uh, processing which which really uh, different i'm not sure like uh, others that that is very common but what we did is like we have proper structure uh, data in the s3 data lake so uh, meanwhile we we uh, created our olap structure and the redshift what we did is like we we, we created athena tables okay. on that uh, data lake and we started to query on that data so that uh, if if uh, business wants to see runtime any uh, analytical uh, data so that is really easy and helpful to the business so like in in, in that the business they have like different business users who wants to see a particular data on particular condition and for the particular uh, uh, time period mm-hmm. so it was not easy to provide uh, redshift or the elastic search or any other tools access directly to them so by creating this athena it's very helpful for them we we created uh, uh, different table structures on top of uh, our uh, uh, data lake structure and it's very easy by having just simple sql uh, sql queries mm-hmm. we can easily get the required meaningful information from that data lake so it it really helps business so great, yeah great. these are the these are the three different uh, approach we took uh, for our analytical journey so we started with uh, real time analytics then we created uh, this uh, runtime queries by having athena in place and then in long run we uh, set up a proper warehouse olap structure by using the redshift uh, as a data warehouse tool okay great i think you have explained three great use cases which i think typical business always want right like one is the real time they want yeah. to see as close as things are happening correct then there are dashboards and the reports they want to generate which are like a consolidation summarization and then there are ad hoc questions that the business has and correct. essentially leveraging data lake for that concept and combining all three in a single assignment single view i think that is also kudos to you and the team to achieve that and provide that to the customer and yeah. i know i am hearing a lot of good vibes about the team from the customers so your team must have done a great job so in i think uh, you have explained us really really well and hopefully that is useful to our viewers as well and uh, i think that is what we want essentially to share our knowledge so as a last question if you can show us quickly in a process so that people can also look at what kind of process diagram while setting up this all three various structure we spoke about how how it looks like just yep. so that because sure. visuals are really really effective so i yep. just request you to do that definitely sure sure so just uh, let let me just show you uh, the overall process that we follow also let me just show you the timeline uh, which uh, we follow so that will also helpful to understand like how uh quick or how fast or how long it will take hmm. to set up this entire process 
we have started with our, uh, our data discovery phase so where we have uh, like different uh, applications that client uh, is you is using mm -hmm. so that is like having ameo manhattan active omni oracle atg inventory salesforce uh, crm okay, there are like many different applications where mm -hmm. so uh, we we started with understanding of this uh, different applications and that data what is the nature of that data understanding of that uh, data so we we started with that and uh, as we discussed like we we uh, we created the S3 data lake in a proper structured way by mm -hmm. having all this data in place in a proper uh, uh, structure. Mm -hmm. And then we have started uh, with uh, different process which we discuss. Uh, mm -hmm. So we started with real time analytics first because that is what we want to start with with having uh, data in uh, data lake. Mm -hmm. So uh, we use uh, elastic search for it and uh, by having okay. uh, SQS in place which uh, getting the uh, order messages or the other applications messages directly mm -hmm. into uh, our control tower and then we have uh, uh, event based lambda which uh, push that data into elastic search mm -hmm. so by having that in that entire setup in place we, we can able to achieve the real time data from the uh, business and then based mm -hmm. on that we have created our kibana dashboard which was like continuously re refreshing uh, mm -hmm. the data so yeah, so you can see here like by having this real time analytics and then we created a, a different visualization dashboard using Kibana. Mm -hmm. And once we have enough information in the S3 data lake and the structure in place, we use our AWS CTL setup uh, to push this data into our warehouse, data warehouse. Uh, Red, we use Redshift as a data warehouse tool and mm -hmm. uh, by having a couple of months data in the data warehouse we started to create different analytics reports from it which help mm -hmm. business to understand uh, the histor uh, historic history of the uh, business okay. uh, and this is what we are planning in our next quarter couple of quarters where oh, we exciting want, yeah where we want to use uh, push this data for the machine learning and so that uh, we can have some AI in place from which we can uh, predict uh, to the business like uh, what can be the trend in the next okay. couple of uh, months or the time. So that is what overall process uh, we follow. OK, looks and very simple, but yeah. uh, very impactful. So yeah, great. No, great. It, it, it looks very simple, but as I said, like it's uh, it took a little long in uh, data discovery because that is what I'll say the most important part if you have. Right. Yeah, <laughs> once you have proper understanding of the data, this the rest will be very easy. Otherwise, it will right. be very difficult. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think you so, need to have a very proper base and understanding correct. that I think yeah. the downstream yeah. processing works. You're yeah. absolutely right, Ritesh. Yeah. Great. And yes, and uh, from the timeline point of view, so yeah, as I said, like we started uh, with uh, data collections, data discovery, and then we focus on real-time analytics. So that is what uh, we want to start with. And then, mm -hmm. uh, as I said, like with data modeling uh, uh, for the entire OLAP structure, we mm -hmm. did. And once that is in place, we set up ETL uh, process to push all our data into data warehouse. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have uh, analytic dashboard and the reports now in place. Okay, and, and okay. 
and object 2021 and the next okay. quarter we are we are planning to focus on machine learning and the ai okay it's great to see a continuous delivery and uh, progress each yeah. quarter i think that is really important and i think uh, businesses started getting uh, all the important aspects right from the quarter 2 i think where you have started delivering the real time analytics so yeah. i think i think it's uh, you are given a very impactful message that okay try to get most of things out as early as possible yeah. and work in mvp fashion yeah great because that great is where uh, yeah because that is where uh, the business can see the uh, importance of having this data in place or what can be achieved from the data mm. that mm. is what uh, our goal was like by not waiting for our entire uh, data warehouse to be ready and then we create the analytical dashboard yes so, yes yeah so we want to start with something which business can see and uh, they can start uh, using it okay no i think i think that is a message we one like we are having a lot of conversations with the customer as you know right i think every customer asks okay oh, what will i get immediately and it's it's impactful you will get from right away with this Correct. approach and yeah. that that definitely helps yeah. okay i think it's raining outside and uh, i think we have been talking for almost 30 minutes which yeah. is which is a great conversation and i think uh, Uh, it it's great to have the case study like this and i hope uh, you and the team has been enjoying to the fullest and uh, all the best for your future releases and hopefully you continue delivering that much impact to customer and its business and uh, hopefully we'll speak again for some other use case yeah and it was fun to have you yeah same here okay thanks ritesh thanks Thank for the time and Thank thanks everyone thanks for your time watching this and your feedback your comments and what we can improve going forward is most welcome so thank you again and have a great day